Praise the Lord. Welcome in Simply Uncaged fam. We're talking about hearing God's voice. And whenever I think about this subject, we study on this subject, or you might have listened to other people sharing and teaching on this subject. I'll tell y'all, my revelation on hearing God's voice continues to shift, continues to change. And it's not that God is changing, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's that my revelation of who God is continues to change, meaning the fresh revelations that God gives us, we start to increase in wisdom, revelation. And this is why we never want to put the Holy Spirit in a box because hearing God's voice, it does get tricky. Okay, it, it really does. And I'm going to give you all four ways on how to hear the voice of God. And there's definitely different ways on how God speaks and hearing his voice. But as I'm sharing this and how God speaks, I want to be able to really drop and give you guys an even deeper revelation on, and I'll, I'll just share it, that there is not one way that God may speak, meaning it might not always be that audible voice. Sometimes it's in a form of God is just trying to get our attention. One of those examples is in Exodus chapter 3. We see Moses and that burning bush experience and how God is just getting our attention. Or even Elijah. In one season, he was slaying the bell prophets at the top of Mount Carmel and a fire came down and that's how God revealed himself. And then you see in the next season as he's journey, journeying in the wilderness, you see he's he's pressing in, right? He goes to the mount and then what happens? He goes, he sees the earthquake, God's not in the earthquake. Wind, God's not in the wind. Fire, God's not in the fire. But in one season, that's how God spoke. So he could have just stopped pressing in and then he kept going and then the next then what? After that fire, he wasn't in the fire. Then what? A still small voice. So I believe God continues to show up in different ways in our lives and confirms in those ways, in these supernatural ways. I never believe that it's black and white with how the Lord shows himself up to us. And this is why we got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We also have to be sensitive to hearing the voice sensitive to his movements and always checking our hearts. I think a lot of this is checking our hearts and not already thinking this is how God is supposed to move, right? We start getting in our own self-righteousness. We start to know so much Bible or too much of the Bible. You can never know too much of the Bible, but there's this verse that says that knowledge puffs up. So the more we know, we might allow pride to come in because we start to think that we know it all. And this is where the separation from the, the spirit to the flesh come. So as we're getting into diving deep and understanding the voice of God, I want y'all to know it's never black and white. It's not always going to be an audible voice. He's never going to just, or he's not always just going to come from the sky and be like, hey, well done, my beloved and faithful servant, right? Like it's never going to be those times where what we expect it to be. But God tends to confirm in so many different ways that this is from the Lord, but it's up to us to stay obedient and to really continue to seek him daily, seeking his face, being able to spend time with him, because how can you grow in the Lord if you don't even spend time with the Lord? So there's time spent with him every day to get to know him. As we open up today in John 10, verse one, this is Jesus speaking. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. 
Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This kind of reminds me, it says that the sheep know the shepherd's voice. So we can discern God's voice, but again, this takes time with us building intimacy, getting closer with him, having a relationship with also the Holy Spirit. Remember in John 4, God is spirit, so we worship him in spirit and in truth. So this is why we need a relationship with him, but also it's a a deeper intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Knowing the Holy Spirit, the functions, the gifts, how the Holy Spirit moves, the he who is within me that is greater than he who is within this world. I mean, I got the Holy Spirit filled merch. We need to be filled and led and guided by the Holy Spirit because that's how we communicate to God. And that's how we're able to sense the movement, how God speaks, how God reveals himself. And we got to be like Moses when he got that sign from God, that burning bush that took place and he saw that it was consumed, right? And he's like, but... How come this thing isn't what it's supposed to be? And and he saw it as a sign and he's like, Lord, here I am, right? We got to have those, Lord, I'm willing moments. Lord, I surrender to you, God. Thank you for speaking to me type of moments. So as we're getting deeper, it says in verse four, I'm just going to read this one more time. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. How can you know God's voice when you don't know God? Hmm. That's, that's a revelation right there. Like if I don't know God, cause some people, they just know of God, but do they actually know God? So once I know God, I can start to discern and know his voice. As we start to even talk about the different voices that are out there, we again need to understand, and that'll probably be the next episode of the different voices that are not God's right now. We just want to know how to hear God's voice. It always interests me how God speaks to me differently as the season shift, as I get more mature with him. And I'll never put God in a box. And when I say do not put God in a box, it means don't have expectation of how God is supposed to move, how the Holy Spirit's supposed to move. It will be a supernatural move that will I won't even understand. It says to lean not on my own understanding. Amen. But to trust in the Lord with all my heart, to acknowledge him in all my ways, and then he shall direct the path. So the sheep know the shepherd's voice, but in verse five, yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. Praise God. We don't want the stranger's voice. And as we talk about this in the next episode about the different other voices out there, we need to understand that we're here to seek God's voice. We want to turn out all the noise in the world and really seek God. So how are different ways that God speaks? We're going to talk about this today. And first thing I want to open up in is the Holy Spirit may actually say things that will make you uncomfortable. Okay, just because it doesn't make you comfortable doesn't mean it's not from God. So if it's an uncomfortable situation or uncomfortable word, yes, we test it, okay? And we got to know if this is really the Lord or not. So we have to test these things that we hear, right? But just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not from God. In fact, there may be situations where you may feel, you may feel a little uncomfortable, but praise God for the comforter, <laughs> amen? So as I'm breaking this down, and I just wanted to open that up, that the Holy Spirit may speak things to you that are uncomfortable, And as we really break this down, I'm going to answer a few questions. But first, I want to just share the different ways that God speaks, okay? How does God speak? One of the most obvious ones that we can talk about is how God speaks through people. 
God speaks through people. Yes, there's a lot of false teachers out there, but also there's a lot of sound doctrine type of teaching out there. And just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that they're a false teacher. This is where we got to go seek the truth. We got to test everything we hear against scripture. But God speaks through people. Proverbs 19.20, it says, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in the latter days. This is Proverbs 19.20, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in the latter days. So we understand that godly counsel and godly covering is definitely, definitely important. God will speak through people. I don't know if you ever got into conversation with someone that's just filled with the spirit. You could tell they just spent a lot of time with God and you were just praying about something and then God confirmed through them something that you've been asking the Lord for a confirmation on. God tends to speak through people as they're led and they're speaking the principles and the oracles of God and they have a deep relationship with the Father. Amen. So one way that God speaks is through people. Number two, God speaks through prayer. God speaks through prayer. It says in the book of Jude, I believe it's Jude one twenty. it tells us, beloved, building ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, okay? You ever get into that moment where you don't know what to pray? Some people will ask you for prayer and sometimes you don't even know what to pray. And then you just start praying. You're like, Lord, I just surrender. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but God, just have your ways take over, right? And you get into this point where you start praying to the point where you're just now praying scripture. You're praying things that you never thought or was ever in your mind. And you start to really surrender the John 3.30 play that I must decrease so he can increase. I decrease in the flesh so he can increase in the spirit. God will speak through, through to, to you and through you through prayer. So God speaks through prayer. I've had that happen to me so many times where I didn't know how to pray for somebody. I didn't know what they needed. But eventually I just started praying and then... <laughs> it, I was just praying things and they're like, wow, that was confirmation. Thank you for praying over me. That's Jude 120. Okay, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So there is such thing, according to scripture, of praying in the Holy Spirit. Romans 826, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Again, it is the Holy Spirit's job to intercede, to pray that even in our weakness, as we decrease in the flesh, as we crucify the flesh, God will speak in the spirit through us, okay? The he who is within me is greater than he who is within this world. So that was Romans 8.26. The, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And all that word intercession means is to come in between. So maybe you're interceding for an unsaved loved one. Maybe you're interceding for your pastors, right? Maybe you're interceding for a brother or sister in Christ that asked you to pray for them and to cover them and then they just get dropped in your spirit and you're coming in between and you're just praying and you're in agreement with whatever God wants on their life. You become a vessel that the spirit of God is using, the he who is within me, to intercede for these people. Prayer is powerful. So God speaks through prayer, amen? That's number two. Number three is in the book of Numbers and it's uh, God speaks through dreams and visions. God speaks through dreams and visions. Numbers chapter 12, verse six. It says, then he said, 
hear now my words. Who said that? God. Okay, so the context here is Aaron and uh, Miriam. And what's going on is God is speaking directly to them in this specific situation. We could talk all and really break this down. This is such a good uh, scripture to really meditate on. But he says this in verse six, then God said, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So God does speak through dreams and visions. But here's the thing. Not every dream is a God dream. Not every vision is a God vision. And how do we know that? Think about this. How about your thoughts? Do you believe that every thought is from God? No, we, not every thought is from God, okay? In, in fact, the Bible tells us to take every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So thoughts are seeds and those seeds can either come from the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of God. And, he, and God is speaking and he says, hear, my, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So God can speak through dreams and visions. And again, it doesn't matter what happened in the dream. You must test it. You got to pray about it. And you got to ask God about the revelations just, just because it sounded good, just because it might look like something that God would have uh, spoke or revealed. You always have to make sure what God, what are you speaking to me about? And sometimes, and here's the thing, not all dreams are literal. Sometimes they're figurative. Even though it looks prophetic, it looks uh, uh, literal, it may not always be literal. So this is why we got to test. People will ask me right away, like, RC, what do you think about this dream? They'll tell me. And I'm like, let's just pray about it because <laughs> I'm not going to share something that I have no context, no revelation around. So again, these are things that we need to be um, sensitive to when it comes to knowing, is this from God or not? Amen. Number three is God speaks through uh, dreams and visions. Last way that God speaks, and it's the most powerful, and it's, again, one of the most obvious ways that God speaks. God speaks through the Bible. God speaks through His Word. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I love this, okay? And why I like this and why it's amazing to, to get this revelation is because all scripture, this is New King James that I'm reading, but King James Version says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is what? God breathed, okay? Written by men, but inspired by the Holy Spirit. So it's God breathed. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I love this. This is such an, an amazing revelation that uh, we can receive here because when I think about anything and in, in just what's going on, whether it's a word from a brother or sister or it's somebody that shared something uh, under like teaching, I got to be like Apostle Paul and the Bereans in Acts where they heard the word being preached, but they went back and they searched the scriptures daily. There's something about testing everything we hear against scripture. And one of the best ways that God can speak through us, to us and through us is through scripture. It is through scripture. So it's the word of God is one of the best ways to know that this is God's will. This is God's way. And again, it's God's word. We want to align it and test it. First Thessalonians chapter two, verse 13 for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, which you have heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, 
but at, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Praise God, right? So when we can also, we got to believe y'all. I mean, that's one of the keys to continuing to pursue our walk with the Lord is we must believe. God's word is the authority. Again, people will be like, well, there's lost books. No, I only represent and I only read and meditate on the 66 books of the original canon. Okay, 66 books, Old Testament, New Testament. There is no such thing in scripture that allows it to contradict itself. In fact, when people do that, it's because they've misinterpreted. They've gotten carnal revelations, but never heavenly revelations. And I got to test it against scripture. Now, there's deeper revelations on scriptures. And when you're looking at it and getting gaining more understanding, this is where you got to be able to come before the Lord. Okay, you got to really come before God when it comes to scriptures being taught and preached and, and shared. And again, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So I I want you guys to have a real relationship with Jesus. Remember, the sheep know the shepherd's voice, know it's God's voice. When you hear it, you go back and you don't want to start like unrighteously judging people because it doesn't, uh, uh, just because you don't agree with it because you've heard one side of doctrine, but you never actually went back and searched the scriptures, tested it against scriptures and actually studied and meditated on these things. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, Right, nor stands in the path of the sinners or sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord who meditates on his law day and night. That's Psalms chapter one. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who bears fruit in due seasons, whose leaves shall never wither and they won't go dry. Who will bear fruit in due season, amen. Praise God. Again, as I'm closing out on this, I'm gonna share just questions you wanna ask yourself when you are hearing God. Okay, these are questions you want to ask to know, is this really God. Is this really the Lord? Before I even share any of this, and before I get a little bit deeper, again, this topic of hearing God's voice always gets tricky to to the average person. Why? Because they want to have full understanding of, is this how God speaks? Is it like this, like this? Now, again, we test everything against scripture, but God will reveal himself in supernatural ways in, in it. Like, for example, you're trying to close a deal on something. I don't know. Some people are like in real estate. And you're trying to get this deal closed and everything, but something takes place where it's like, it's not closing, but you have this peace in the middle of it. And it's like, Lord, is this confirmation? And I've, I had so many uh, personal stories that I can share about it. And that was just one way, but God tends to shut the doors. And there's like a peace that surpasses all understanding in the middle of all that, even though you desired it. And this is how you also know that you're really surrendered to God's ways. Like, Lord, whatever you want. And you prayed about it. You asked God to close the door, open the doors that are directly from him. You asked him for strength and wisdom to be able to walk through the right doors. And again, this is how God truly like reveals and and shows himself up and, and moves. It's a tricky, again, But I believe as you continue to get in his word, spend time with the Lord, whatever your situation is and you want to hear God move in those situations or you want his confirmation, just know you can't always rush God. You got to be waiting on the Lord. Wait patiently on the Lord. Bible is very clear on waiting on God, but waiting in God. Three questions to ask yourself as we close out. Question is, do you wait on God? Again, we just talked about that. God wants your time. If you don't give God time, don't expect to hear. So it's one to just pray and ask God for revelation. And then it's another to be able to sit and allow God to, for you to really receive the revelation that God wants to pour in. Amen. That's number one is, do you wait on God? Number two, does it agree with scripture? Does it agree with scripture? 
So this is like a litmus test of questions you want to ask as you're meditating and asking the Lord for confirmation on these things. Does it agree with scripture? Last one, number three is, does it give peace? Again, everything I just talked about, but I just wanted to really drop those questions in that order so you guys can at least have some sense because remember, it's never just black and white. And when I say black and white, it's never just like this or that. There's always something in how God orchestrates things and he allows things to move. And a lot of the times I never fully understand, but I just trust and I get on my knees and I cry out to God and I ask the Lord just for uh, wisdom and protection and to shut doors and to open doors and to pour into me and wherever he wants me to go, right? It's like, it's a fully surrendered type of prayer. If you guys haven't watched our video on how to pray in the Holy Spirit and how to really pray a prayer of um, my will, or not my will, but thy will. Three questions as we close out today. Do you want, do you wait on God? Does it agree with scripture? And does it give peace? Hopefully this blessed y'all, gave you guys some wisdom on how to be able to really hear God's voice. Thank you all that have been listening to the podcast. I've been looking at all the downloads over the last few weeks and months. We just launched, so I'm just so excited. The first part of the podcast is really supposed to be a lot of discipleship, the belief system, renewing your mind, and just really going through that discipleship program to really seek God. So thank you all that have been so diligent and watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to leave us a rating here on the pod or maybe you're on YouTube, feel free to hit a like. If you guys are subbed, God bless you. Um, any questions, let us know. I look forward to continuing to share revelations on here. And thank you all so much for just the support. We're out here in Las Vegas, by the way. This is the Simply Uncaged podcast. But our store, our physical store is in Las Vegas. Y'all can find us out here. Hopefully you can come in, meet me or somebody from the, the family. Su super amazing. Y'all be blessed. Have a great one in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.